And this is hour two of day three of the Power of Prayer Pledge Drive on AM 1160 The Quest. I'm Dave Savage, the production and programming manager here at The Quest. And uh, we are here this morning. Uh, we're, we're keeping uh, Carissa Signs and Father Neil over for one more hour here, here until 10 <laughs> o'clock. And I want to mention uh, real quick, so so last hour, uh, I'm, I'm pleased to say we got the matching uh, amount of money. We got that covered, but we were still... Uh, $1,300 short of the overall goal for the hour. So uh, we've got a goal this hour of $6,300. Okay. And uh, I think we could do it. Yeah. Well, and it, so almost half of that is going to be matched. Do you want to talk about that, Chris? Yeah. We have uh, two pr- parishioners, uh, two, two families that have um, offered uh, $3,000 in matching gifts. And these are dear friends of ours. Um, I've known the Pranglies for years. Our kids have been in school together for years. So thank you to Chris and Beth Prangley. We're really grateful for your support of the quest and for us. Um, and then Kyle and Annie Porter, I, uh, I, their parishioners, I think Father knows them a little better than I do, but I think all of the people at the quest know them pretty well. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh. I got the wrong mic on there. There we go. Let's try that one. <laughs> yeah, no, Annie, uh, Annie used to, I think, do what. You're yeah. doing, and yeah. she did. She sat in this chair. Yeah, yeah. that's great. Yep. Well, uh, thanks everybody. Thanks. And they're a wonderful, wonderful young couple in the yeah. parish. Yeah. Absolutely. So they're donate. They have donated. Uh, the Pranglies and the Porters have donated three thousand dollars in matching gifts for this hour, and our goal is to hit the sixty three hundred dollar mark because the Quest needs our support to continue their programming. They this is a hundred percent listener supported radio, um, and we are in the middle of their or at the end actually. This is the last day of their spring pledge drive, uh, and the theme is the power of prayer. And this last hour, we were talking about Mary and consecration. In the next hour, we're going to be talking about adoration, um, and so we have a lot of things that I want to I want to ask Father Neil about. But before we do that, I want to just ask you once again to consider um, giving back to our Lord in uh, in the treasure that He has already given you um, by sharing your gifts with the Quest Atlanta. You can go on to the app. You can donate directly, which I'm going to do, but I didn't have time because the break was too short. Um, <laughs> so I'll I'll be part of this hour and then uh, thequestatlanta.com or calling in at 470-508-1160. And I just want to mention that any amount, we're, we, we got some businesses in the area that are so generous oh, yeah. and they give us gift certificates. And so we want to, we'll entice you. Uh, you can to, take father out for dinner. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. But uh, 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 Ippolito's, uh, oh, yeah. El Torero uh, in Roswell, Marlowe's in Roswell, O'Charlie's in Marietta, nice. uh, Euro Village, Eggs Up Grill. It, it, I don't know, maybe some of those are gone already, uh, oh, yeah, but, but go ahead. It, Oh, oh, <laughs> I forgot all about this. We've, we've, uh, it gets tactic here. So we've got a, a, a prayer. We start out each hour off with a prayer. So would you, I, I'm, I'm, why don't you take it? I've got to make a phone call to the school and we're going to start off with prayer. Okay. Uh, okay. So okay. just, well, we can finish off the last hour then while Dave is doing that. Yeah. Um, Father, we, we had talked before about, um, the this what Pope Francis is going to do for Ukraine. We were talking about Marian consecration, right? Yeah, we forgot to mention that. That um, you, you may have heard that Pope Francis has announced that he's going to um, consecrate Russia and Ukraine to the Immaculate Heart of Mary. And once again, uh, what that means is that he is 
entrusting in a special way uh, to Our Lady the care of these countries, uh, especially praying for peace. Um, this is in response. You, you probably are aware that Our Lady of Fatima asked that uh, Russia in particular be consecrated to uh, the Blessed Virgin Mary and um, Pope John Paul II uh fulfilled that request but now pope francis just uh, following suit is really being intentional about asking our lady's intercession for peace there mm-hmm. in those countries yeah thank god for that mm-hmm. and it and it's uh it's uh hearkening back to the fatima vision right 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 yeah. right where the uh visionaries um said that uh, our lady had asked that russia be consecrated to the blessed virgin mary for the sake of peace. Yeah, uh, amen. So, yeah. Amen. And that's happening what day? Uh the feast of the Annunciation. Okay, uh, so May March, 20, March 25th. March 25th. Okay. So I let's well we'll be praying with him. Um so we can we have somebody for prayer? We we absolutely do and and uh my apologies to uh Hayes here who's uh at St. Mary's School in Rome. Oh, how appropriate. Good. <laughs> yes. Good morning, Hayes. How are you? Good morning. I'm good. How are you? Fine, thank you. Uh what grade are you in? I'm in the eighth grade. Awesome. Awesome. What's your favorite subject? Ooh, I really like math. Aw. <laughs> wow. Smart kid here, huh? You get good, you get good grades in math, don't you? Um, yeah, a little bit, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a little. I think you're being modest. I, that's what I think. But anyway, no, uh, we thank you for, for being a part of our pledge drive and uh, for putting a blessing on this hour for us. So uh, if you're all set, anytime you're ready, why don't you lead us off in prayer? Sure, all right. I just have a short little prayer here for the seminarians, because I feel like they always need some prayer. Absolutely. So it's just a short little one. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Our Lord, we humbly ask you to bless our Church with those who are discerning your call to holiness and service. We ask you to bless all seminarians. So their faith can strengthen, your call be heard, and their hearts be illuminated with your love. Give them the strength to leave it all behind and be a shepherd of your word. Amen. In the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, amen. Amen. Beautiful, Hayes. That, yes. was, that was very nice. We, we thank you. Thanks for praying for the seminarians. Yes. We, ha- we have some good seminarian friends, and we are, uh, yeah, they, I think you probably, we, Father spoke about that last hour, that the that the semina- that that prayers particularly strengthened you throughout your mm-hmm. sure your time. Mm-hmm. absolutely and, and we need more seminarians Amen. too mm-hmm. <laughs> so okay Hayes you have a good day get ba- get back to class okay <laughs> all right okay take care okay thank you so we are live on the air am 1160 the quest for the power of prayer spring pledge drive we are grateful to be here my name is carissa signs and i'm coming to you uh here and with my friend father neil our pastor at saint Catherine of siena parish in kennesaw um and we are grateful for our our parishioners and our community who have called in um the last hour to support us and are going to be calling in this hour to support the the pledge and and to support um, the evangelization that the that the quest is able to do in Atlanta um, that is is just amazing work. It's over the years they've grown so much mm-hmm. and have done. I was t- saying this morning the programming is just amazing and um, and is such a gift to our community and we're grateful for it and we're grateful to be here. And speaking of the programming, real quick, I just yeah. want to mention that you know obviously a lot of our programming is EWTN and you mm-hmm. can get that you know on satellite radio mm-hmm. whatever. But there's a lot of programming that we have that's you're not going to get 
anywhere else. Right. You're starting to do the quest. Yeah. Your own programming, which is amazing. The family room. The family room. uh, Wednesdays at 11. You can catch all the the back episodes on demand at thequestatlanta.com. But also uh, uh, Father Ricardo in the morning. You will hear him other places. He's not exclusive to us, but that he's very popular. Uh, Also, Heaven's Light uh, with Father Blunt is Tuesdays Mm -hmm. at two o'clock. He's it is very powerful but anyway uh, yeah so a lot of stuff you're only going to hear here and the only way you're going to keep hearing it is if you donate yeah Mm -hmm. and so we have this hour um a matching gift given by two of our parishioner families the pranglies and the porters three thousand dollars um dollar for dollar and our goal this hour is sixty three hundred dollars so we are halfway there if you will pick up the phone or log on and donate also we'll hit that goal Mm -hmm. um and no problem whatsoever so you can call Call in 470-508-1160, or you can log on to thequestatlanta.com, or you can uh, use the app, uh, Quest the Quest Atlanta app, um, you can donate right on the app. And we are grateful for your support. Um, Father, why do you like Catholic Radio? Well, I think Catholic Radio is a great instrument for the new evangelization. Um, I wanted to say, in particular, as a pastor... I'm grateful for the quest um, promoting uh, parish oh, yeah. events too. Definitely, um, it's a great instrument for the diocese, yeah. especially a great communications instrument. Mm-hmm. And I know that you all have supported and promoted yeah. some so, events that we've had yeah. in the parish, and it's great to have that. Uh, that means, and it's drawn people. We do a big conference yeah. every year at St. Catherine's, and I know you all were promoting that mm-hmm. for us, and got a lot of people from outside the parish because of yeah. the quest. So. I'm really grateful for and that. While you're on yeah. that subject, I'll, I'll just mention that you you will hear those announcements on mm-hmm. the air. Yeah. But if you miss them or, you know, it, or you caught it and it's like, oh, what was that? I, yeah. I want to hear it. You can go to thequestatlanta.com. We've got an events calendar. Mm-hmm. So it's got like a lot of things that are going on at local parishes, uh, yeah. different, different events that are going on in the archdiocese. I was listening yesterday in the morning and um, it was really interesting and it kind of ties in well with um, what we're going to be talking about in this hour. So we're going to be talking about adoration. And I was in adoration yesterday morning. My adoration hour is um, is early on Wednesday morning. And I was, uh, I was reading this, this book and, um, and, 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 the book actually was telling me to go and look up uh, another, um, I thought it was a book, but it actually wasn't. Um, it was Father Carlos Martin. Is that right? I think that's mm-hmm. right. And, uh, and then, and so I, I read this, uh, this uh, excerpt that he had on his website about how to forgive. And it was really moving and really profound for me. And I spoke about it later on. And then I was listening to the quest on my way back from dropping off my son at school. And uh, the community calendar mentioned that he's coming at the end of this month, I think to all saints and done what he with sacred treasures. I was like, this yep. is just Father the Holy Carlos. Spirit, yeah, right? Father this Carlos. is insane. Yep. <laughs> so we're grateful for the community calendar for sure. I, we're, I, I'm responsible for a lot of our events at St. Catherine's, and I'm I I feel so um, appreciative of the sort of common worldview that we all ha- share as Catholics mm-hmm. in this archdiocese. And when the Quest is supporting our events at the parish, um, it just feels like we're uh, you know we're expanding our our mm-hmm. circle a little bit and and getting support from the community in a way that's really beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. So. Again, I'm grateful to the Quest for their support of the archdiocese and uh, of the parishes in particular and, and the pastors. Priests, yeah. Yep.
Yeah. And before before this list gets too long again, okay. <laughs> let me yeah. just mention some of the people that we. Because I want to thank each and every yeah. one of them. Because I don't care how much is on there, it it is greatly appreciated. Uh, I forgot if I mentioned the Morgan family last time. Thank you, uh, but yeah. yeah, from Ackworth, thank you very much, Connie and Richard. Yeah, uh, and then uh, Perry uh, in honor of Father Neil. Mm. Uh, we've got uh, Brad uh, from Marietta in honor of Father Neil. Sherry and Tom Thanks, uh, from guys. Ackworth. We've got Holly in honor of Father Neil. She's from Kennesaw. Lori uh, in honor of St. Catherine's, Father Neil, Father Valerie from Mark, Lori, and Catherine Ross. Oh, thanks, Thank guys. guys. Yeah. Uh, Kim in honor of Father Neil, Father Valerie, deacons in the school. Uh, also, Barbara uh, from Ackworth. And uh, in honor of Father Neil and Father Valerie from Ackworth is. Uh, uh guillermo i believe so I, i'm probably messing that up but <laughs> we, it is greatly appreciated anyway so thanks everybody yeah. yes thank you we are grateful so we are again at the power of prayer spring pledge drive and uh this hour we're gonna shift focus from marian devotions and consecrations to perpetual adoration and um i was speaking last hour about just being a convert and um and and the devotion to mary being a little bit foreign but actually it was a little easier, but the devotion to the Blessed Sacrament is also a little foreign for Protestants and for converts. And um, I, I, we, you know, I, we were talking two years ago, right around this time, we closed everything down, right? And that included our perpetual adoration chapel. And it was a sad time. It was always a neat thought process for me to go through to think that 24 hours a day, seven days a week, our parish had people praying in front of our Lord constantly, and and that was the lifeblood of our parish. And so, when everything shut down, we were missing that um, that devotion. That was hard to think about. Um, so, when we reopened um, in September, we reopened our adoration chapel. Um, I felt like it was something that God was calling me to do that I needed to commit. Um, and I was actually kind of inspired by my husband. Don't tell him. Um, <laughs> Because for a few years before that, when he was not, he's a teacher. And so as a teacher, it's really challenging for him to do this now. But um, when he, he took a break from teaching for a couple of years and he became one of the only um, subs for the overnight hours. And I was always really impressed that he would just get up in the middle mm-hmm. of the night and go and uh, and then come back and go back to sleep because he can sleep, um, which is great for him, not for a lot of people. <laughs> he can manage it. Um, so when we reopened our chapel, I committed to um, a, an, an early morning hour because I felt like if I couldn't do it, we live kind of close, um, mm-hmm. then nobody could do it. Uh, and I've I've been so since September, I've been doing weekly adoration, and it has been transformative for me. And I am. I, but I still feel like a novice at it for sure. So I thought you are kind of not a novice at it <laughs> and you do it more than once a week. So I thought my first question would be, well, first of all, you want to just speak about it. And then I wanted to ask you about your process. Well, I think before we talk about adoration, I think we just need to really understand the Eucharist. Um, I often tell the story of my own discernment. Once again, you know, I struggled at times in seminary. And uh, I, I have mentioned several times that I had sort of an epiphany. I remember one of my classes actually it was on the Eucharist. Uh, it was a semester long class just on the Eucharist. And uh, the professor was talking about his own vocation journey. And he said something like, I realized that I was called to be a priest 
when I recognized that I was born to offer the holy sacrifice of the mass, mm-hmm. that the reason that I exist is to offer the holy sacrifice of the mass. And I really hung on to that, mm-hmm. especially in the times when I was struggling. And I'm grateful to say that ultimately the Lord gave me that realization as well, that mm-hmm. that's the reason I exist is to offer the holy sacrifice of the mass. Um, and so when we talk about the Eucharist, in the end, we'd say, why did the Lord give us the Eucharist? That the mass is the ultimate mm-hmm. um, reason that we have the Eucharist. But the adoration of the Blessed Sacrament really is meant to be uh, sort of an extension of the sacrifice that's expressed in the mass. I mean, it's it's Jesus's love, right? The sacrifice on the cross, mm-hmm. is, which is made present at the Eucharist, at the mass, right? We continue to be able to pray in the presence of that love mm-hmm. that Jesus is truly present there, body, blood, soul, and divinity, but it's not just his presence. It's the presence of his love, his mm-hmm. outpouring of his life right there where we can actually be in his physical, tangible presence, mm-hmm. right? Uh, spend time with him, mm-hmm. allowing him to continue to love us, mm-hmm. uh, expressing our love for him, um, adoration itself has a technical meaning. Adoration really focuses more on recognizing that God is God and that we are not God mm. and offering him our devotion as God, as the creator, as the king, mm-hmm. as the source of existence. Um, and so when we're spending time in adoration, right, we are there truly with the king of kings, with yeah. Jesus truly present. But it's not just once again, Jesus there it's jesus really making his outpouring of love so tangible right uh in in that space in that place in that time uh so what are we supposed to be doing there right uh saint john Vianney talks about how he would uh see this person this this man he was a farmer i think just sit in the church for hours and hours when he was a, you know, the pastor of this church in ours. And he asked this man one day, what do you do when you sit in the church here? And he said, I just look at him and he looks at me. And that's so profound and it's simple. And there's so much more to be said about what we might do and what we might try to, uh, to express in adoration. But very simply it is, we are there in the presence of Jesus looking at him allowing him to look at us with his gaze of love. That's so amazing. Yeah. That I, I, when you were talking, I was thinking about um, something I've heard people say a lot, which is that um, it's insane and mind blowing and amazing that, that God himself would, would deem to become flesh and blood and go through the process of like being born and just the messiness. And when you were talking about, you know, God himself and and his outpouring of love for us that he would deign I was thinking about Eucharistic miracles mm-hmm. but then at the same time I was thinking he would deign to to just exist in the form of the host mm-hmm. too like right that's what, an act of incredible hum- humility humility right? yeah and just the incarnation is an yeah. act of humility right yeah. and Jesus became man as a little baby as a poor humble child um, so that right so that we wouldn't be afraid to be close to him right he wants us to be close to him we wouldn't be um 
intimidated by him. And, yeah. and I think we could say the same thing about adoration and exposition in particular, where we can see him literally uh, in these very humble forms. Yeah. When yeah. I was at yeah. adoration yesterday, I, I had that thought. I mean, I've, I'm in year two of listening to Bible in a year with father mm-hmm. Mike. And, um, and so we've been doing the, um, well, we just finished a while ago, but, um, a few weeks back, the talking about the temple and what the temple is like. And I, I always think about the tabernacle when mm-hmm. we read that part of the Bible and that only certain people could go in. And now we have, a, we have access. Um, God has deigned to let us have access to him face to face. Anybody, uh, any baptized person, mm-hmm. any non, I guess any non-baptized person mm-hmm. technically could go in. Um, there's no, there's no barrier there anymore. And, and I, I was just overwhelmed with gratitude and hearing you talk about, you know, being born to be a priest too, your, your priesthood, um, that must have been, or you're born to offer the Eucharist. That must have been overwhelming for you to have that when that realization hit you, just the, that that was, Uh, can you describe that is that just overwhelming and emotional and exhausting to even think that God would do that for you well certainly um, the my ordination day I would describe it in those terms but I could talk a lot about my priestly journey but for me it was a little more um, a realization in hindsight Mm -hmm. Um, I struggled 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 and then one day I looked back and realized Hey, I'm not struggling anymore. I'm just at peace. And mm-hmm. uh, there wasn't this dramatic moment where I sort of came to that realization, but sure. it was more in hindsight. I said, yeah, no, I actually, I realize it now that this is That's amazing. who I am. This is what I'm supposed to do. Um, and, and oftentimes God works like that, yeah, right? In sure. hindsight, uh, we realize that, okay, we're on the bright path and the Lord gives us peace about yeah. the direction that we're going in. And um, That's amazing. So we are here. I'm here. I'm Carissa Sines. I'm here with Father Neil Dabliwala from St. Catherine of Siena. We're at the Quest Atlanta for the Power of Prayer Spring Pledge Drive. This hour, we're talking about adoration and the just the miraculous quality of adoration and the um, and the way that it's changed our lives. And we're going to speak a little bit more about that in a minute. But before we do, I wanted to just remind you we have uh, matching gifts from the Prangley and Porter family. dollar for dollar. So your gift is doubled automatically when you call in. And we are trying to reach the $6,300 mark this hour. And there are a number of ways that you can do that. Uh, First of all, you can call in to 470-508-1160. You can log on to thequestatlanta.com or you can do what I'm going to do as soon as I have a hot second (laughs) and, uh, and get onto the app and donate directly on the app and I am going to ask if you would consider um, giving up perhaps your uh, your your we're not going to say any particular um, coffee company, but some <laughs> some big coffee company. And I know it can convenience will um, will will kind of inspire me sometimes to go through a drive through and I will and I will be crazy and pay five dollars for a cup of coffee. If you would give that up once a week for a month at a time you could be in the share the vision monthly donation club of the quest and give them $20 a month and that would be 
huge for them. That would be huge for the power of prayer in Atlanta. That would be huge for programming. It would be huge for the quest. So I'm going to challenge you right now to consider joining the quest's mission and becoming a partner with them and donating monthly at any amount. But if you would do $20 a month by, that seems like it would be pretty easy. Well, and you know, think about your, uh, not to pick on Netflix, but you know, I mean, that's what, yep. 15, 16 bucks a month I now? I have no idea. And it comes out automatically. It's kind of yeah, a dangerous thing. It is. It <laughs> is. But I mean, think about that. I mean, but here's another thing. I just want to mention this real quick. Our goal this hour is $6,300. Uh-huh. Okay, so we've got that matching money of up to $3,000. Um, but also... Uh, somebody just pointed this out to me. Today is the third day of the pledge drive. Day okay, three. so we're okay. going to make this, to, today's theme is three. Okay. So on the third day of the pledge drive. It's St. Patrick's Day, it's a good day for it. Mm-hmm. Three is a holy number. It's it's the number of the Trinity. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay, Christ's resurrection happened on the third okay, day. Okay, yeah. Yeah, there's someone out there, uh, I'm sure, that's been listening these last three days or sure. three, three weeks, three years, whatever. Uh, and the Holy Spirit's been talking to you and 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 prompting you to give and this is your day on the third day of the pledge drive this is your day so here's some suggestions uh kind of a lofty suggestion but three people to donate three thousand dollars okay that's that's great god can do anything i mean that's not a big deal or or maybe three (laughs) monthly donors at a hundred dollars okay yeah you know or just three new monthly donors period yep you know Mm -hmm. we're talking about the netflix the the sure. coffee company yep, that we're not going to name <laughs> yes. yeah but you know i mean think about that yeah. uh and also last hour we had a shortage of thirteen hundred dollars okay. for our goal an unlucky number so mm-hmm. if we could get one person to make up that shortage last hour or in keeping with our theme of three three people giving four hundred thirty three dollars each okay would make up that shortage. Oh, okay. But we need that in addition to the 6300 oh. we're going to get before 10 o'clock this Wait, morning. Wait, why did you only give us 6300 as our goal? Well, You shorted us. It, <laughs> right. it, it's hard to keep track you know, of it God, all, isn't it? God can handle all that. Thank, thank the yes. Lord for that. God can handle all of that. <laughs> Uh, yeah, absolutely. Us. So uh, so we're going to get back to more uh, on adoration, adoration here yeah. in just a little bit on the Power of Prayer Pledge Drive right. here on AM 1160. You're listening to AM 1160, The Quest, and this is our spring pledge drive, where the theme is the power of prayer. Keep listening for more stories of inspiration and hope through the power of prayer. After hearing these stories, if you're moved to donate, please call 470-508-1160. Go to our app or go to thequestatlanta.com. Remember, The Quest is 100% listener-supported, and we rely on donations from people like you to stay on the air. We'll be back to the Power of Prayer Pledge Drive shortly on AM 1160 The Quest, your Atlanta Catholic radio. That's the power of prayer. In today's world, cybersecurity is critical for your business. Award-winning Versprite provides solutions to protect your company from hackers. For protection now, see Versprite.com. That's V-E-R-Sprite.com. The Quest thanks Versprite for their support. Hi, I'm Kevin from St. Luke's in Dahlonega, Georgia. I'm also a part of Life Teen Hidden Lake in Dahlonega. You've discovered Atlanta's newest listener-supported Catholic radio station, AM 1160 The Quest. WCFO East Point Atlanta. We need your help to launch this exciting new venture. 
Join the journey at www.thequestatlanta.com. The Quest presents Pro-Life Minutes. Life is precious as it was given to us as a gift from God. He has a plan for every created life, even those conceived in the violent crime of rape. Legislation that protects every life is required because God's gift is to be respected, cherished, and protected. No value is given to the baby's life when abortion is allowed in cases of rape. Pro-Life advocate Rebecca Kiesling was conceived in rape and had this to say, I am my mother's child. I honor her and bring her healing. Today, we are both thankful we were protected from the horror of abortion. Every life, no matter how it was created, is a human being worthy of life and deserves protection. Stand behind legislation with no exceptions. Let's show the world that every life matters by speaking up for life at every opportunity. For more homegrown wisdom, visit thequestatlanta.com. The Quest presents Mom Minutes with Cameron Frad from Among the Lilies. I think that we are so blessed as Catholics to have Mama Mary, okay? When my kids are little, they call her Mama Ma, and then eventually she becomes Mama Mary. We are so blessed with Blessed Virgin Mary, whatever name you want to call her. Um, She's amazing. She's a mom. She gets it, right? She totally gets it, and she desires us to know and encounter her son. So when you have had a hard day and you felt like you have failed today as a mom, um, ask for her help. When you don't know what to do for your child, I turn to her, and I'm like, okay, Mary, I don't know what my son needs right now, but you do. So you please fill in the gaps, fill in the pieces where where I'm messing up here and you just be with them. You help him, you help her, encourage them and lead them to your son. Let them know him, love him and serve him. And I think that we get to take advantage of that, which is really cool. Um, I am nowhere near as good of a mom as her, but I try and by her grace, she will teach me how to be a good mom too. For more homegrown wisdom, visit thequestatlanta.com. The Vatican Exposition of Sacred Relics includes relics of the Saints Joseph, John the Baptist, and Mary Magdalene, pieces of the wood of the True Cross, and over a hundred more. It's one night, March 31st, at All Saints Parish, Atlanta. Find out more at thequestatlanta.com. The Power of Prayer Pledge Drive on AM 1160, The Quest. Make your pledge or donation by calling 470-508-1160 on our app, or go to thequestatlanta.com. Now back to the power of prayer on AM 1160, The Quest, your Atlanta Catholic radio. That's the power of prayer. That's the power of prayer. And we still have some of these gift certificates for anybody who donates any amount here. Yeah, we want our St. Catherine's prisoners to get those because yeah. they need to take Father out for dinner. <laughs> yeah, I mean, any of these uh, would. I mean, you might want to go out to maybe uh, Brookwood Grill or Crab Apple Tavern. Sure. Okay. Sure. sure. <laughs> so, anybody from St. Catherine's, make a donation, get a gift certificate. Make sure you ask for the gift certificate when you uh, call in or when you donate online or uh, at the Quest Atlanta app as well. So, uh, we're here with uh, Carissa Signs and Father Neil from St. Catherine, Siena. And uh, yeah, go ahead. 
Yeah. So um, we were talking about adoration and do a real quick reminder to call in at 470-508-1160. We are hoping to hit hit over Mm -hmm. $6,300 this hour. And thank you so much to the Prangley and Porter families for those that matching gift that you will uh, double your gift automatically when you call or when you um, sign in um, on the Quest Atlanta app. Um, But we are speaking this hour about the power of prayer. They've been speaking about it all throughout the pledge drive. It is so powerful and uh and we're talking about adoration this hour and uh father i uh as i have been mentioning i'm a convert and so i don't i i didn't have any kind of experience with adoration before what is the history of adoration do you know well it's a little bit uncertain and uh unclear okay um <laughs> sorry about I, that. Uh, no I, put I, him uh, on the spot i'm sorry it's, uh, <laughs> It's it's funny. I so I have in my in my room at home in my rectory, I have this picture. It's a beautiful picture of uh, our blessed mother, um, adoring the Eucharist uh, okay. with a, a host suspended over a chalice. Um, now, as beautiful as that is, did that was that really the reality? I, Probably not, <laughs> not to scandalize people. I'm not sure if they, if the apostles and, and Our Lady actually uh, had exposition of the Blessed Sacrament. Maybe, maybe, maybe. Yeah, but, uh, you know, the, the history, once again, is a little bit unclear. I mean, we see at least in the fourth century um, that there were monasteries, some of the earliest kind of monasteries that would reserve the Blessed Sacrament in a tabernacle, presumably. Um, and then by the ninth century, we see even that many churches prior to this reservation of the blessed sacrament was not a common thing, at least the, from the histories that I've read, uh, they would sometimes reserve the blessed sacrament for the sake of giving the Eucharist to those who were sick or dying. Uh, but actually having them for a place of prayer was not necessarily a common practice in the very early church. But this devotion began to develop, especially when there were um, questions and um, struggles with belief in the Eucharist. And Mm -hmm. we see this ninth century, especially uh, there's a a priest, Berengar, who's a famous guy who sort of denied the real presence of Christ in the Eucharist. Uh, and then in response to that, we see this really uh, huge increase in Eucharistic devotion. And we begin to see the reservation of the Blessed Sacrament in churches. And St. Francis uh, in particular is well known to have a great devotion to to prayer uh, in front of the Eucharist and the reserved Eucharist in the church. Um, and then St. Thomas Aquinas in mm-hmm. particular around that time, Pope Urban the sixth, I believe, or the fourth uh, in the 13th century instituted the feast of Corpus Christi mm-hmm. and actually commissioned St. Thomas Aquinas to, um, to, to come up with these beautiful Eucharistic hymns that we're all familiar with the O Salutaris, mm-hmm. Tanto Mergo, the Panis Angelicus, um, for the Adore Te Devote. Yeah. yeah. For the Corpus Christi processions. Mm-hmm. And so at this time, really in the middle ages, we begin to see more of, a common practice of Eucharistic exposition and processions um, after the Council of Trent, once again, in response to the Protestant Reformation and denial about with regard to the real presence of Christ in the Eucharist, we see an even more widespread um, devotion to the to the Eucharist. Um, Particularly here, we begin to see perpetual adoration uh, developing. Um, 
and you know perpetual adoration really i i, I think is probably a response to our lord's uh question right could you not wait for me wait with me or watch with me for one hour mm-hmm. right and so this practice that we have now of perpetual adoration particularly people signing up to be guardians mm-hmm. for an hour right yeah. corresponds to our lord's wish yeah. right that we would wait with him right in the garden in the middle of the night right yeah. just like they were there in in the garden and he was hoping that that peter and the other apostles would stay awake with him yeah. and uh so this even this uh practice of uh, nocturnal adoration or yeah. you know adoration in the middle of the night uh, is something that we think that our Lord really is pleased with. I always feel so humbled by that Mm -hmm. because I think, well, God doesn't need me to Mm -hmm. be doing that at that moment. He is, he is, he's giving me something in that moment by Mm -hmm. allowing me to be there Mm -hmm. transforming my life. He knows it's going to be the right thing for me, but, but you know, we, I hear a lot of the time, um, people talking about, um, the way that you get to know our Lord, the way they could, that you get to know anyone is by developing a relationship with them and you don't have to beg someone that you're friends with to spend time with you. Mm-hmm. They just want to. And so our Lord actually wants to spend time with us in that mm-hmm. moment. And I am humbled by that. I it I can't believe it actually. It's hard for me to imagine that he cares enough that he wants me to spend that time with him. And so it's the least I can do to get up and, and mm-hmm. go, right? Um, yeah. I was thinking about uh, when you said you know the the picture that you have in your um in your house and it's it's our our lady in front of the the blessed sacrament well time is circular right mm-hmm. or, so we're or not it's not circular but we're outside of so well, heaven's outside yeah. of time i said the wrong thing yeah. um but heaven's outside of time maybe she's doing that now in heaven and oh, it's a yeah, picture of that for sure. so she's from, yeah she's uh-uh. there at the throne of the lamb of god um for sure yeah. um yeah uh, to to be sure that doesn't uh, even if they didn't have sort of Eucharistic exposition yeah. in the apostolic times, yeah. which once again, they may have, yeah. there's just, there's not any record of that. Okay. Sure. But, um, our lady for sure would have received the Eucharist, uh, yeah. which is a beautiful thing to think about, you yeah. know, maybe at the, from the hands of John, right. the evangelist. Oh, yeah. um, you know, when she was living with him, um, you know, to think that our lady had a devotion to the Eucharist for sure. So, yeah. As a mom, yeah. you'd think, um, it's a mm-hmm. way of holding on to your kid too. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's mm-hmm. that I could, I had never thought about that mm-hmm. until this moment, but yeah, yeah that's mm-hmm. amazing and beautiful. Uh, a friend of mine a long time ago was Protestant. Um, said, so you guys really believe that, that God himself is in the tabernacle. Okay. Then why, why isn't every church just packed out all the time? If you really believe that, then wouldn't you just want to be with Jesus all the time? And I think obviously for practical reasons, we can't do that, but, I do feel that sometimes like some on my worst days and when I'm having the hardest time just being in the chapel is, um, is the, is, is healing balm for my soul. I think I could just live here. I, I think it'd be okay. I'd like to just sleep here. Yeah. <laughs> Get away from my, the noise yeah. of my life. <laughs> well, few the, Peter said the same thing right on the, on the transfiguration. And the Lord said, no, we got to go back down the mountain. Right. That's right. Yeah, he put but, us there for a um, reason, right? But there's a, certainly a time uh, where the Lord says, come away with me for a time and rest. Mm. Right. And so the Lord wants that to be a part of our lives for mm-hmm. sure. But obviously we can't live in the chapel 24 yeah. seven. We've got work to do as well. And the Lord's calling us to go out. Uh, but we definitely need that time alone with him. Um, yeah. And I, and I always encourage 
couples uh, to, to, to be intentional about giving their spouses that yeah. time as well. I know it's so hard with, with lots of kids and um, all sorts of responsibilities in the world to find that time. But I, I think it's so important for couples to really be intentional about giving their spouse the opportunity to, to get away for even if for a short period of time. Um, you know, so, yeah. yeah. It, and it is, it's so hard. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but so important. Mm-hmm. And just like the work that we're doing at, uh, we do have to come down out of the mountain sometimes and, um, and do work in the world. So too is the quest doing work in the world. And we are grateful for that work that they're doing, spreading the gospel, um, in ways that we can't, um, because we are not broadcast every day. You have to actually come to Kennesaw to see us. And, um, but the quest can be in your homes and is in your homes and is in your ears and is in your cars. And, um, we, we really need that to continue. I think the world has changed a lot in the last few years. Um, we all know that. Um, it's changed a lot in Atlanta since the quest, since, since the quest came. I mean, I think that that seems clear that the, that Atlanta has, has trans, is transforming and is so dynamic in the faith. And, um, and I am, I'm grateful all the time that we live here um, and the quest is part of that. And so we need to continue. Um, So please consider donating today in this last day of the pledge drive, um, the power of prayer spring pledge drive. And I'll I'll just say, sorry to interrupt, but I I just want to say one thing that we've, we've got a a chapel here uh, right on the other side of this wall from the studio is, is a chapel and all during this pledge drive, we've got adoration going on. Yeah. Uh, and also, we we have adoration going on four days a week here, okay. um, yeah. and at three o'clock every day on the quest uh, is the Divine Mercy. Mm-hmm. So, and we basically everybody drops what they're doing two fifty nine every whoever the volunteers whoever's here, and we all head into the chapel and we do the Divine Mercies and and in in you know in front of the uh, the Eucharist mm-hmm. and. Uh, it, it's such a, I mean, you were just talking about, you know, I mean, this whole thing with adoration and everything and, and you were talking about, you know, what to do there and everything, but you know, the quest is in your home. The quest can be in adoration with you as well. Well, I know that the quest and the, and the volunteers and the staff here are praying for the intentions of the diocese. They're praying for the priest's intentions. Mm -hmm. They're praying for specific intentions. They're, um, so they're not only providing programming, um, every single day, uh, on 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 AM 1160 but also on on the app and on the website but they're also literally partnering with us in prayer um and that's one of the reasons why they chose the power of of prayer as their theme and we've been speaking um about perpetual adoration for the last hour but they've been speaking about all the different ways for the last three days that you and they're going to continue to speak for the rest of the day about the ways the different ways that our faith provides for us to develop personal relationships with god and that is what this is all about. Mm-hmm. It's our path to heaven and, um, and the quest is helping with that in Atlanta uh, again in ways that we can't. Um, so please consider donating. Please consider taking advantage of the matching gift. Please consider supporting the quest. Um, I am a supporter. I actually am, even though I haven't actually finished that donation yet. <laughs> but you're going to. But I'm to. going to as soon as I get off. Um, and I'm, it's going to count for this hour. Yeah. Well, and, and the, the goal this hour is $6,300. Yep, that's right. And I'm looking here. We are at about uh, 3800 Well, thanks, everybody. For the hour. So, so please, please keep donating. Mm-hmm. Please keep calling. Please, um, please, again, answer God's call. 
um, to help spread his word and help people get to heaven. Because we hear, so not just here, but whenever I'm at a conferences or any, uh, you know, outside of the diocese, I hear all the time about the power of Catholic radio and what it is doing for um, bringing souls to Christ in the world. And, and I've heard, um, Young men talk about how it has transformed them and and helped them become more open to the priesthood. I've heard women uh, talk about how it helped them become more open to religious life. So um, it really is amazing what media can do. And it's one of the reasons why Pope John Paul II called for this. Right, Father? Mm-hmm. For sure. And and the Catholic radio, I'm sorry to interrupt, no, no, but, okay. but the uh, Catholic radio, I've, I've got some statistics here. Uh, uh, the Catholic radio listeners, when they were surveyed, 94% said they were more spiritually engaged and inspired 83% said that they learned a great deal about their Catholic faith, which mm. I'm, hello, that's me. <laughs> it's like, oh, really? That's why we do that. Or, it, you know, whatever. Um, and, and also, this is an amazing number, too. 31% of the people that listen to Catholic radio have returned to the church because of the programming that's that they great. heard. Wow. Wow. I, I mean, that's powerful. Yeah. That is powerful. Yeah. And we need your support to to make sure this continues. Uh, so give a call, 470-508-1160. Log on to thequestatlanta.com or as uh, Carissa's going to do here shortly on the app. You can donate <laughs> that right. way as well. <laughs> so <laughs> Absolutely. go ahead. So Father, um, you, we were talking about adoration. Mm-hmm. And as a novice, I walk in and I, I kind of have a procedure that I go through now, but I'm not sure that it's the right thing. Is there a right way of doing perpetual adoration in a chapel? Not really. Um, yeah, prayer can take many forms, for sure. Um, obviously, when you're in a public adoration chapel, the prayer should be quiet, uh, right? <laughs> you shouldn't be um, disturbing people or a distraction for people. Um, I hate to describe it in those terms that prayer would be a distraction, but obviously um, it, the, the preferred kind of method of, of prayer is quiet, silent prayer, meditation, but you can really do anything. I mean, prayer in general is just lifting your heart and your mind to God, mm. right? And to be there in God's presence, in the real presence of Christ in the Eucharist in a more tangible way really allows us to direct our minds and our hearts more intentionally to God, into his, his real presence. Um, so, I mean, you can do spiritual reading in the, in the chapel. You can, you know, obviously you want to spend some time listening to, but speaking from your heart, I mean, mm-hmm. that's kind of my, my sort of way of making my holy hour. I'll, I'll spend some time just really, I do it in the morning, a morning offering, um, kind of more personal conversation with the Lord. Um, I'll, read the readings for the day, kind of prepare my homily as well for the daily mass. Um, so don't answer since, emails. Well, yeah, probably shouldn't, <laughs> you know, you want to be focused on the Lord yeah. and, and, and yeah, the phone can definitely be a distraction too. So. <laughs> um, I have but, the yeah. Magnificat app on my yeah. phone. And so I, I have to be very intentional about only pressing that app. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I do the same thing because if I'm in adoration, I've got these lists, I'm, you know, of the souls I pray for in purgatory, mm-hmm. uh, of, you know, and, I, yeah, and the, people, too. Yeah. the, the yeah. people I pray, you know, so I've got these lists of people I pray for and everything, yeah. but Facebook is the next one over. Right. You, know? it's you like, gotta oh, be oh, careful. Yeah. Yeah. Gotta be well, sometimes careful. I'll, I'll be praying, you know, I've got the, the breviary, the iBreviary app on my phone too. And sometimes I'll be praying that, or I've got a list of intentions as well on my phone. And so I'll have it out in the chapel. And I want to tell people, I'm not checking my email. I promise. <laughs> you, know? you have to go in when you're, when, yeah. so I go when there's nobody yeah. else there. Cause I'm yeah. there at 
four o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I, I don't have anybody to keep me accountable mm-hmm. <laughs> so to be, except yeah. for Jesus yeah. who is there, right, right. and the saints that we have in the in relics. But um, so I, speaking of our chapel, one of the things that I love that we added this year is um, when we reopened, um, which we actually reopened on a Marian feast. We op- well, yeah, uh, we opened on a Marian feast. We opened on Mary's birthday. Oh, yeah. Um, yep. uh, you put in the chapel an actual prayer intention box. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why did you it's think like about little, doing that? Well, I think when we t- think about the, the fact that there is 24-hour prayer yeah, and, and just the power of that, mm. that people are in there 24 hours a day, seven days a week, and I've asked the guardians uh, to be intentional about praying for those intentions. Yeah. And so just to think about the the amount of prayer for those particular intentions is a beautiful thing. And, uh, I've been so consistent, yeah. not mm-hmm. only to pray for those intentions when I'm in there, mm-hmm. because it, I did, I thought I felt that exact thing. It was just very powerful to think about. But I also write my list at the beginning of every month. I, mm-hmm. I write a new list and I put it in there and I know that those, and I'm careful with the list. I, I know that, that those are things that need to be prayed for. And, um, and I'm grateful for all of our, my other guardians that are um, praying with me mm-hmm. for those intentions. And I'm thinking about their prayer intentions, even throughout the week when I'm doing just the, who has asked me to pray for them. Well, all of those prayer intentions that are in that box at that moment are, um, are, uh, are part of that. What did that make me think of? Is there a, um, is there a, uh, you know, is there a, a particular way to um, manage the silent prayer time. Oh, that's what it made me think of. So I, I got it now. Um, I was thinking when you said earlier that just prayer can just be a outpouring of your heart to God. That's where our friend St. Therese, that this, mm-hmm. she says that a lot. And mm-hmm. I think about that a lot too. Sometimes there are days in the chapel that I just don't have it in me to go even through my normal routine of prayers. And so I'll just mm-hmm. say, okay, Lord, I can't pray. Can you just pray? for me and with me and i just love you mm-hmm. that sometimes that's yeah, all i can do it's a beautiful prayer i mean that that self is a prayer lord yeah. i can't pray uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, help my i believe help my unbelief, help my unbelief. i mean yeah. uh, uh i'm struggling lord you know i want to pray and, and really that is the most important thing right wanting to want to be close to the lord even if we don't feel it even if we don't feel like he's listening or responding to our prayers, just coming in, renewing our, our confidence in God's love. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, St. Therese, I, I've often used this image. I don't think she uses it in, in the context of the Eucharist, but just trying to see our, uh, ourselves in the face of Christ and to see ourselves in the reflection of his, of his eyes mm-hmm. right? and her devotion to the Holy face. I think, um, certainly we, you know, she had a devotion just to his, his suffering and his, uh, his wounded face, but uh, to to see ourselves through his eyes, how he sees us. I think adoration is such a beautiful way to kind of imagine that, right? Mm-hmm. That we're looking at Jesus who is looking at us and mm-hmm. to try to see ourselves through his eyes, how mm-hmm. he sees us, right? With these eyes of love. Um, yeah. And it's, and it's beautiful on purpose too. I, I, I was telling somebody recently when I sometimes, and I think again, cause it's in the middle of the night and my eyes are tired, but sometimes when I'm just staring at the monstrance, which is beautiful and it's beautiful because it has to remind us that Jesus is beautiful and that, that, that heaven is beautiful and we're being caught up into heaven at that moment. Mm-hmm. Sometimes my eyes will kind of just get blinded. Like I will, I will, they will burn for a while after if I've been staring at the monsters for too long. And I always think, 
that's God. That's God actually like in a supernatural way, just like making my physically making me exhausted. Hmm. My eyes hurt from staring <laughs> at him. And I, I'm grateful for that because yeah. I, I always close my eyes after that. But, you know, <laughs> anyway. Well, we're uh, just about out of time for this okay. hour. It flies by, doesn't it? Yeah, Is there it anything, does. any last thoughts we want to uh, give on adoration? Um, yeah, I, I would say. Do it. <laughs> Amen. I second that. Right? Uh, you don't have to. You don't have to have perpetual adoration. You don't have to have exposition. Yeah. You can just go make a visit. It's you know very traditional practice. Just make a visit to the Lord in the church in the Blessed Sacrament and um, spend some time just in in quiet prayer. It's so important. Mm-hmm. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to mention this one more time. Uh, our goal to meet this hour sixty three hundred dollars. We are short of that. Oh, come on. Yes, we are. Uh, <laughs> we're grateful anyways. We, we are, are very super, grateful. Super, super grateful. Well, I'll tell you what we're grateful for. Let me uh, uh, let me just step over here. Uh, let's go over here to the call center. And uh, Georgette, did I mention Georgette already? Uh, in honor of Father Neil, uh, Father Valerie, and Program Manager Dave. <laughs> so, yeah, Amesto, uh, 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 in honor of Father Neil, Father Valerie, uh, and the wonderful staff at St. Catharines. Thank you. Uh, we've got Teresa from Ackworth, Fedita uh, 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 from Kennesaw, in honor of Father Neil, Carissa, and St. Catharines. And uh, looks like Marinin uh, from Powder Springs. Thank you, Father Neil. That might, I don't know if that's spelled right or what, but <laughs> <laughs> uh, it might be Mary, Marianne, yeah, maybe Marianne. it's a typo. Uh, but uh, thank you, Father Neil, for your participation in the pledge drive, and we we thank both yeah. of you. Actually, you you did great for us. Uh, we really appreciate everything. Thanks for having thank us. Thank you. Let yeah. me get out of the call center here. There we go. <laughs> thank you. But yeah, no, we we thank you for everything you've done, and for uh, for everybody at St. Catherine's. Yeah, to, to, we have an amazing community for sure. Yeah, yeah. I, and I can tell. You know, I, I can tell just by the way they're responding when they make their donations. You you two are loved, uh, Father Valerie as well, apparently, yeah, definitely and, is. and and everybody there. It's, we love uh, them too. We, I always say that we have the best community in, in Atlanta. I'm sorry, I know I'm biased, <laughs> but I think we, I'm so grateful for our community all the time. And I want to mention this one more time that uh, today is the third day of our pledge drive. So our theme is three, uh, three is a holy number. The, the number of the Trinity, uh, Christ's resurrection happened on the third day. And there's got to be somebody hearing this right now that's maybe been listening for three hours, three days, last three weeks or whatever. Uh, and maybe the Holy Spirit's been talking to you and prompting you to give. This is your day, the third day of the pledge drive. So three people to donate $3,000 or maybe three monthly donors at $100 would be great. Three new monthly donors would be awesome. Uh, and... We're, we're just hoping for the power of three, the power of prayer, and everything else. Uh, thank you, Carissa. Thank you, Father Neil. Thank you, Dave. Thank you. And thanks to The Quest. Yes. AM 1160, The Quest, WCFO East Point, your Atlanta Catholic Radio. Welcome to the Spring Pledge Drive, where our theme is the power of prayer. In this episode of Behind the Quest, we'll get to know one of our many volunteers. 
Now, The Quest is a non-commercial radio station, meaning we can't sell advertising the same way commercial stations generate revenue. We do get a fair number of corporate donors that we're very thankful for, but the majority of our operating expenses come from donations from people like you. As you listen to The Quest, you may not realize the types of expenses that go into just keeping a radio station on the air. But let's talk with Carol, one of our many volunteers. Yeah, I'm Carol Tearsmith, and I've been around at the Quest since the very beginning with a lot of other people. Well, it all started in adoration. One morning in adoration, about six years ago, I heard, Feed my poor. Feed my poor. Feed my poor. Feed my poor. My poor. My poor. And I... I knew God was trying to say something to me, but I had no idea what it meant. And it took me over two years to discern what it was. But after many trips to the Adoration Chapel and many prayers, God made it really clear to me. And the quest was born, but not without its challenges. Yeah, I think the biggest challenge is really learning to trust God. You know, God along this journey uh, has provided every step of the way. He's provided the person that's needed for every single task. But what's really been required is just to have faith that He's got this project and to get out of the way and to be open-minded when somebody walks through the door. What is God asking that person to do? And of course, another big challenge is monetary. The good news is the single biggest cost of the radio station is to purchase the FCC license and the tower site, the land that's built on it. And praise be to God, we uh, paid off our loan back in November. So what we have on an ongoing basis are our operating expenses. And the largest category of those expenses are our salary expenses. But because we have so many volunteers, we really only have basically two full-time people that are employees and one part-time employee. The uh, single biggest ongoing expense is our utility bill. We have a 50,000-watt station, and our monthly utility bill is $3,000. So on an annual basis, just to power the station, it's $36,000. Our rent is about $12,000 a year. And because we share space with Carmel Communications, it's much cheaper than it would be if we didn't have that shared expense with them. Wow, thank you, Carol. I think you shed a lot of light on some of the hard costs that nobody really thinks about when it comes to running a radio station. Any last thoughts? God calls all of us to evangelize. We've heard about the new evangelization. And when we all get the opportunity to meet God at the end of our life, God wants us to bring people with us. And so the quest is a great opportunity to fulfill your obligation to evangelize, whether it's volunteering here in numerous capacities or if it's donating. As sharing a part of your treasure with the quest, we're able to bring souls to Christ. You can hear on the radio, we hear amazing testimonies of people whose lives have been changed. If we can invite people to listen to the quest, then their lives will be changed and drawn closer to Christ. And that's what our whole mission's all about, to help fill the seats in heaven. Thank you, Carol, for sharing your story for this episode of 
Behind the Quest. Be sure to call in with your donation at 470-508-1160. Or you can do it online at thequestatlanta.com or right from your phone. Download the Quest Atlanta app to make your donation today. And now back to the Pledge Drive with our theme, The Power of Prayer. That's the power. 